friends. It's that time of year. Uh, this, this is it. This is what we've all been waiting for. Uh, again, as, as we typically do every year, I play that quick little intro music and, uh, not too long, <laughs> careful not to play too much of it. Um, I, w- so we I wouldn't get... worry about it. I don't know if it actually came through. Oh, you couldn't hear it. No, not really. Oh, uh, that's unfortunate. Well, we um, won't get, Hey, we won't get sued now. Yeah, no, no, that's true. Um, so here we go. Uh, so this is going to be tomorrow's episode. Um, so we're doing this in advance of the Masters. Uh, so this is your your annual Masters preview, Sarcasm Speaks episode. Uh, we've been doing it. I don't know. This has to be our fourth year, right? It's our fourth fourth year on the doing the show. Um, we've been doing it since we were in fifth, Jamie's year. Jamie's this is room. probably our fifth Masters: 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Okay. All right. So there we go. Um, yeah, I remember the first one was in Jamie's room with uh, with Chris. Yep. So I think we were still recording on my phone at the time. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> or if we even had video. We yeah, might not I think have even had, done video. Yeah, we might not have even had video at that point. But uh, yeah, either way, here we are. This is it. This is, uh, again, It's if you're a golf fan, this is this is the Super Bowl. Um it's the best. It's the best tournament of the year. Arguably the biggest tournament of the year. Um, Dude, it's one of the biggest. So I was explaining this to someone. It's one of the biggest sporting events in the fucking country. Yeah, you get people. So it, that's why I say I, I I liken it to the Super Bowl because you have people that aren't golf fans watch golf this weekend. Like this, there's a lot of people like that. The only football game they watch all year is the Super Bowl. There's a lot of people. The only golf they watch all year is the Masters. Um, it is what it is. Like it is what it's one of the greatest sporting events of the year, uh, in my opinion. I would put it up there with the Super Bowl. Um, it's one of those things that just gets more eyeballs than just about anything. Um, I would say you know Super Bowl, Masters, like Daytona 500. Um, I, I mean, don't know what else you would put up. There. So the other sports obviously are tough because it's a seven it's a series. series. So, you know, maybe game seven of the world series, if there is one, you know, um, yeah. If, if like, right. Like in like final four. Right. Right. But like Final Four happens every year, so I guess that's fine. Hey, do you have any action on Max Homa for this week? Uh, I believe I do. Okay, never mind then. Uh, why is, did he just like die in a car crash or something? No, I just <laughs> found a, I just found a uh, inconsistent number on him. Oh, well, maybe. Uh, I mean, I'll hit him Fan, again. Fan, Fanduel has him thirty-four. All right. <laughs> yeah. What? Wow. What is he like 18 to 20 in most places? Well, we're going to get to this, but yeah. All right. So how do you, um, <laughs> how do you want to run with this? Do you want to start outrights? Do you want to just talk about the course? I guess we could talk about the course right first and then get into betting. Yeah. Did you know that people forget that it's uh more undulated than people think? <laughs> yeah. The cameras don't do it justice. I had another fucking, another fucking guy. He went to the, the Anwa. 
And he was like, well, you, you know, like the thing is like, you know, the TVs like the TVs don't show how 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 hilly it really is. Oh, really? Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So for anyone that's that's not a golf fan, the NY is the women's amateur championship that gets played um, the week before the Masters. So that just finished today, right? Yesterday? Today. Uh, yesterday. yesterday. Rose Zhang won. She is yeah. just fucking disgusting. She's cleaning up. She's like winning all the amateurs. So I if, saw, there, I saw the if thing. there was a woman's amateur Grand Slam, she would have it because she won NCAAs, U.S. women's, U.S. girls, and now the Anwa. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it gets much better than that. No, there's nothing else. There, there's not, literally nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> for am for unless for, as an amateur you win yeah. the U.S. Women's Open, that would be it. Right. Right. But that's yeah. That's but that's not a that's not an amateur event. That's a professional event. Right. Yeah. Because I saw someone tweeted and was like, "Hey, it might be time to turn pro." <laughs> yeah, I mean. So. It all depends on where where she's at. I mean, she's good enough to play. Yeah, she's only a sophomore in college, though. Oh, I do not have um, Fanduel. Max Homa. Fanduel. All right. All um. Right. So the big thing with Augusta. Okay. So, like, joking aside, <clears throat> um, the big change for this year is the thirteenth tee. Right. Um. I do believe they regraded seven and 14 greens not like whole number seven whole number four i said that weird whole right. number seven whole number 14 i think they regraded the greens um i would imagine that seven they didn't get rid of that funnel pin for sunday because that's just like a thing that they do um i doubt they would get rid of that i think that would be kind of stupid um but the big thing is 13 t moving way back yes so We'll kind of see how it plays out. Um, it looks like a shoot, like 18 now. So best of luck. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it looks awfully cla- claustrophobic back there. Yeah, it, is, it's, it looks very, very difficult. I mean, these guys are professionals. They'll be fine. But um, that's uh, that's a tough, it's a tough tee box. Um, I had said, so I think it was four play pod posted a picture from the new tee box, like looking out and they had like numbers everywhere. And they were like, Oh, where are you hitting your tee shot into? And I think one was the trees on the left. Two was the trees on the right. Three was like a dribbler. Like, yeah. Like I in think, the front Ray, of I the think Ray's box. Creek runs in front. Four was short in the fairway. And then five was like where everyone normally lands it. Um, so I was like, uh, the jitters on the tee box, I probably hit it off the heel and slice it into one. And then my second shot, I'll overcorrect and it'll go straight into the woods in two. Then uh, I'll I'll half swing, bunt one out short of four into the fairway and then hit my next shot into Ray's Creek and then probably walk off and look for the car girl. <laughs> yeah, the car girl at Augusta National. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah i mean so other than that i mean like i know it was a super easy hole for the last few years um i don't think it's going to change much i don't know how far back they moved it yeah i don't know how many yards but 
I don't know. I mean, it's still gonna be driver five iron for these guys. Like, dude, like I, I, again, it's like a little bit of this like rollback shit. Not to get too far into it, but like driver five iron for these guys might cover with all things flat. Might cover four hundred and fifty yards. Yeah. So then if you catch the hill the right way and the ball rolls, now it's covering almost 500 yards. Yeah. Like I, I don't I don't know what people want. And never mind, I did watch the the women's amateur and they play in twosomes. I think they played in twosomes. The last three groups, six girls, each one of them laid up off the tee, mm-hmm. laid up in the fairway and hit a wedge. I'm sorry, that is not fucking fun to no, watch. It's not. That is not fucking fun to watch. So I don't I don't know what these rollback people want. And I, and here's another thing. I don't know what clubs they were hitting. Like I I know it wasn't driver off the tee. Mm-hmm. It's probably a three wood. I know they were laying up and then they were hitting a wedge. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what club they were. I, I'm I just know that that was insanely fucking not exciting. Yeah, because you want someone to try and go for it, right? Like you want someone to get it on the greens to see if they can get there. Maybe you fuck it up. Maybe they had the ball ends in Ray's Creek. You know, it's... Well, on on fifteen, Rose Zhang fucking she she fucking buried a hybrid into the water. Yeah. Now someone did spin a wedge off the front, but like, I'm like, oh, okay, I don't know. It's like there's there's just not the same of when someone spins a wedge off the front into the water. I'm like. All right. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. But like when, when she pulls hybrid and it's like, ah, oh, didn't make it. I was like, all right, well, tough up and down now. Right. You can right. still make par. I, I don't know. It's just whatever. So they're moving it back. I think these guys can still have like no real issue reaching. Um, I just hope it's not a fucking layup fest. Like, I don't know which way the wind typically moves on 13. Um, I know how it moves on 12 and it's in a fucking circle. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> like in the video game. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, fine. Lengthen it. No problem. I don't care. People seem to be like very upset that Augusta National bought more land. I, I could fucking care less what they do. Yeah. Who gives a shit? So I don't know. 13 is going to be longer. It'll probably play a fraction harder, but it probably still won't make people happy enough. No. That's how I'm. Well, the other thing it. about it too is I saw, I mean, we're, well, we're less away now. We're only a couple of days away, but since last week, the weather has turned. Um, I guess originally it was supposed to be like seventies and eighties and sun. Oh, it's all shitty, right? And now it's going to be rain uh, Friday, Saturday. I think Thursday is going to be a little chilly and I still think Sunday is going to be okay. But um if it softens up, then, you know, that's obviously going to take some distance away too, right? Like if it rains all week, um, let me see if I can pull up the, um, the weather really quick for Augusta, Georgia on my app as I try and speak and go at the same time. Um, but yeah, if it, if it rains all week, it's going to play soft. So you're not going to get the, you know, the big rollouts from the driver all right so i gotta hear um rain tomorrow 
74 degrees. Tuesday is 84. Wednesday's 89. Thursday is 86, but 57% chance of thunderstorms. Uh, so that's not ideal. No, it's not. No, because that could that means a potential delay. Um, Friday is 70 with 60% chance of rain. Oof. Saturday is 56 with an 80% chance of rain. And Sunday is 66 with a 60% chance of rain. Ugh. Um, yeah. Not ideal. And then if there is a delay on Friday for whatever reason, and there needs to be a Monday finish, Monday is 72 and rain. Shit. They're getting just pummeled. Yeah. But then after that, so starting Tuesday. Well, don't worry about it. There ain't no after that. Well, no, I'm just saying it's 75 and sun, 76 and sun, 79 sun, 82 sun, 83 clouds, 83 clouds. So like it's literally just raining for the days of the tournament and then that's it. And potentially Monday. Yeah. So Saturday's probably going to be tough. Um 56 and rain. So I don't know. Yeah, that might that might still be the second round by then. It could be. Yeah. So any of those guys that you know go out what early early Thursday, late Friday, that would then potentially have to finish early on Saturday. Um, that might be a sneaky, I'll have to look into that more. That might be like a sneaky miss the cut bet. If you can find someone who's like, you know, kind of a fringe guy, like, um, yeah, play, playing the weather. I don't so I will, know. I will tell you that that will be factored into the number because these daily fantasy guys do this every week. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they, they create like a weather lineup. I can't even think of someone who's like a fringe guy that that would even like make sense for though. Um, like a Tommy Fleet. Well, no, Tommy Fleetwood tends to play pretty decent in weather, I think. I don't know, but someone along those lines. Um, I would say like Zalatoris right now because that would be like a sneaky one because his back's all fucked up. Yeah. Now he's good enough to like deal with that. But if his back locks up because of the fucking cold and the rain and the wind and all that shit. Statistically, he's also um, over a half stroke better than everybody else since he's been playing at Augusta. So he's only played eight rounds at Augusta. So I went on, I went on, um, data golf and I set, you know, whatever parameters. So for everyone that's played a minimum of eight rounds at Augusta, their strokes gain performance. And they're, they're, I'll just list like, you know, the top five or six guys. Number one is Will Zalatoris, who's gaining three and a half strokes. Um, in his in his eight rounds. Second place is Scotty Scheffler at plus 2.9. So 3.5 to 2.9 is first to second place. Like Zalatoris plays this place that well. Um hasn't won yet, but he came in second in his first ever Augusta in T6 last year. Um so then it's so Scotty's second, Jordan Speeth is third at plus 277, John Rahm is fourth at 2.59 and then tiger woods is fifth at 
2.49. So, and then after that, it's like guys that haven't played this course in fucking years. It's like Chris DeMarco, Anthony Kim. I don't, I don't even, whatever. So that's your top five. And Will Zalat, in again, anyone that's played a minimum of eight rounds there, Will Zalatoris blows everybody out of the water when it comes to strokes gained, right? Like I, I just mentioned too, obviously that hasn't translated to a win yet, but um, he's good. He plays this course good. I know he's got a bit of an injury, but that would be a um, that would be a scary one. I don't think I would bet him to miss the cut. Well, it depends. It, it'd be a weather play, right? Right. It would also so it would be a weather play, and it would also be a fucking gamble because his odds to miss the cut are going to oh, be fucking yeah. astronomic. Oh yeah, that's true. That's yeah. Like that's why I picked him. Yeah. Fucking Siwoo, pick Siwoo Kim. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. he gets the worst of the weather, he's probably not moving on. Right, exactly. Um, well, oh, uh, so I watched the the thing, the video you sent me the other day. Yeah. Um, Mike something, Mike Wolf, I think was his sure. name. Um, that was a really cool video. So a couple things. Um, one, it was really interesting to kind of see that Augusta wasn't like a thing until like the 60s, like the the masters, I should say. So Augusta was kind of like a whatever golf course um, when it was built in, I think, the 20s. Um, and it wasn't until the 60s when the masters became like the masters. Um, and it took Arnold Palmer, I guess, going there and winning a bunch of times for the tournament to become, you know, closer to what it is now. Um, I thought that was interesting, right? Cause I didn't know that I didn't, I just kind of always assumed it was, um, you know, it was always this like lauded tournament, but it wasn't. Um, and then the other thing is the fucking course layout <laughs> and like the original like course kind of sucked, right? Like it's gone. So I guess the other thing, the other part of that is it's gone through a lot of changes. So the people now that are bitching, like you had said earlier, oh, I can't believe Augusta had to buy new land. Oh, they had to move the tee boxes back. Oh, it's so bad for the game. Oh, we guys are hitting it too far. It's not how the course was meant to be played. Augusta in and of itself has been changed. I don't even know probably at least a dozen times, right? Since 1923, when it was built. Like, probably more. Yeah. So like all of these people- It changes every are, year. Every see, single year it changes. So, so all these take, people that are like, oh my God, I can't believe, oh, it's, the game has gotten away from everyone so bad that now Augusta has to change the, the course. It's, well, we need to roll the ball back. It's like the course has like gone through bigger changes in different years. Like they completely changed one of the holes one year. Well, they uh, flipped, was it the eleventh? Well, they they flipped the nines after the first. Oh yeah, yeah. That's number one. Yeah, and then uh, I think it was it eleven or. Well, eleven. Eleven used to play differently. It used to play more like a dog like right. Okay. Now it like, kind of like serpentines a little bit yeah i'm just trying to remember what what that guy mike said in the video and there was one hole um 
that like completely changed its Six, layout. So 16 used to it used to have water right of the green. Now water's left. And they moved the T for it as well. Like the Augusta's I mean, it's always changing. Yeah. Always. And so. 16, the 16 green is like a fucking NASCAR bank. Yeah, and it was on the other side of the water before. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. All these people that are like flipping out about, like you said, about the ball and about the 13th tee, they can all uh they can all pound sand as far as I'm concerned. They're full of shit. So did you what what was your like did you have any takeaways from that video? Not really. I just thought no, it was a nice video. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I just just thought it was a nice video that gets uh gets the week going. Yeah, it gets the juices flowing. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Like I said, I didn't know there was a lot of things I wasn't aware of when it comes to the Masters and Augusta. So um if I could remember his name, I would give him a shout out, but I think it's Mike Wolf. Uh if you it was from to- No Laying Up. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you can find them and find the video. Um, all right. Well, do you want to get into it? Who we have? Yep. Um, yeah, I need to pull up. Yeah. Okay. So I'll go with shortest odds when I got them. Um, so I have Xander Shoffley. Outright twenty-two to one and top five. You can currently get him on. Is that Fanduel? You can currently get him on Fanduel at twenty-nine. So no, uh, no CLV trophy for me there. <laughs> Otherwise, his odds have basically stood still. Um, Finau, I got him at twenty-eight. You can still get him at twenty eight. Uh, so I guess we're we're fine on that. I just right now sitting here fired uh, Homa thirty four to one. His odds vary from twenty to one to thirty four to one. So I grabbed him on Fanduel. Uh, thirty four next. I have both Tyrrell Hatton and Corey Connors at 66. The best you can find Connors now, today's winner, is 55. Wow. And if you want a Hatton at 65, it's still out there. But it's anywhere from 40 to 65. So you got your CLV trophy for uh, Corey Connors. Corey Connors. Yep, Hatton kind of stood there. I just thought Hatton is better than 66 to 1. I don't think he'll actually win, but. Yeah, it's more of the number. <clears throat> I th- I mean, he could win. Like, I, I'm not like, dude, he's like top 10 in strokes gain total. Right. Um, well, yeah, he's one of those on guys where you don't think he's going to win, but he'll be close enough with a number like 66. You'd fucking kick yourself if you didn't have them. Yeah. And then my biggest CLV trophy is going to be Jason Day, 80 to 1. 
best you can get him at right now is 29. Wow. Wow. So I will, I, I win the CLV of (laughs) this year's masters. Yeah. So to win, I'm also looking because I'm like, who, who can I snag a good one on? Uh, so I got a couple good ones for you too, but so to win, I have, um, so what actually what I did, let me back up when FanDuel opened up for like the million dollars worth of bonus bets. Um, I took basically a hundred dollars in the bonus bets. Cause I got, I forget what they were, but I got a hundred dollars for one thing and I got $200 for another thing. So when I still opened my FanDuel, I had $300 worth of bonus bets. Um, so I took a hundred dollars of it and I bet a bunch of futures for the masters. So I have a bunch of outrights already that basically um, I don't really hold any liability on because it was bonus bets, right? It's it's quite literally free money. So if they lose, whatever, I, who cares? So um, these guys that I, I have at FanDuel, um, I, so I actually, and I talked about this in a previous episode, I covered the top of the board. Um, because most likely it's going to be one of the, the top three guys. Um, realistically, probably the top two, uh, unless Rory gets his shit together. Um, cause oh, Rory's for, Rory is first on the board right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I got Rory at plus 750. So I took him, um, John Rahm, who was also at plus 750 and Scotty Scheffler who I got at 13 to one. So I don't know. So they're, where they're at now. Roars is seven fifty, Scheffler seven fifty, and Rom is nine fifty. Okay. So I got my CLV trophy on Scotty, but I have but, to take, uh, I have to take it away for Rom for Rom. Yeah. <clears throat> and, the, and that's amongst, cause what the, the site I'm tracking with is only DraftKings, FanDuel, MGM Caesars, which is actually funny. Cause those are the four books I have accounts with. <laughs> um, um and then i have some in-person tickets from barstool oh i still have i still have my bookie stuff too so i took a clv loss a, a big time hit on morikawa um i have morikawa at 19 to 1 and mm. on FanDuel right now he's 29. he's 29 um so i might hit him again like I might throw five bucks on him again at 29 to one. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. Cause that's, so I, Morikawa is my, my bonus bet. So like I said, if win or lose, I don't care. It wasn't my real money anyway. Um, then I also have Tom Kim at 36 to one. Yuck. So he's 80, he's 80 to one now. Yeah. That's another big loss. I, t- I think I took him, I don't know, whenever we were talking about that. This was a few weeks ago. Um, however, I have two wins to get it back. So I took two losses with Morikawa and Tom Kim. Uh, I have two big wins. One of them is not as big as yours because it's the same guy. I have Jason Day at 75 to 1. I didn't get him at 80, but I got him. I must have moved the market then. Yeah. Yeah. So that's still uh, on my bookie. 
So I do have a couple future bets still on my bookie, even though I withdrew all my money. Um, so I have Jason Day, 75 to one. And I also have Brooks Kepka at 75 to one. Yeah, that's good because he's, he's at 35 right now. Yeah, he's down. Yeah, he's he, he 34 in well. some places. So yeah, he's between 33 and 35. Yeah. So I got Bruce at 75 to one. So big win want, there. Here's another one. You want a number that doesn't make any fucking sense. Abe answer 160 to one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That doesn't make any sense. He's good. I think he's played yeah. he's played well here before too. He's done all right. I mean, he's definitely getting like the live. Um well, he missed the cut last year. But in so he's he's played here three times. Um he was T thirteen in the first time in twenty twenty one. Because they played twice in 2021. So not entirely true. Well, I'm lo- I'm just looking at the it says 2021A and 2021B. Uh okay. Well they played, I mean they DJ won in 2020. It was just in November. Yeah. So that was okay. So that so that was actually 2020 then. They call it 2021A, but that's, that's- just because it was the 21 season, technically. Um, so in the fall, <laughs> the, the fall of 2020, he was T13. And then in the spring of 2021, he was T26. And then, like I said, he missed the cut last year. But yeah, I mean, so the, the only thing I will say is really hard is I don't know how to handle any of these live guys. Yeah. I mean, answer might be if he's at 160 to one to win. He might be an interesting like top 40 bet. Yeah, because you figure his top 20, 160, 160 divided by four. No. Would be no, that's a top 40. five. So he's 40 to one top five. 20 to one top so, 10. So he should be a 10 to one top two. Yeah, he might be five to one top 40. Yeah. If you can get Abraham answer at five to one for a top 40, like that's Although I don't know if the numbers are going to be as good for the Masters because there's only it's such a small field. Like yeah. to finish to, to to finish top forty, you don't have to beat that many guys. But and even some of them still, are fucking old as hell. So if you take that into account, if his top yeah, he might 40 be like two is to like two fifty. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say if he's if he's plus two fifty to finish top forty, like I'm still taking that. So. Um. Yeah, so that's Abraham answer. That's a sneaky one. I got to write that down so I don't forget. Um, Masters. Because <laughs> so the other thing too is obviously right now we're recording this on Sunday night. It's coming out Monday. We can't get the um, placement, placement bets yet. Um, those typically don't come out until Tuesday. Um, I will say, I don't know if you've noticed this, um, DraftKings seems to have the lines for, have, have most lines first, right? Like DraftKings seems to be the place 
that if you want something like early, um, they'll probably have it. Yeah, the number won't be as good, but no, because I, I think DraftKings they might release their place placement bets like Monday nights. Either Monday nights or Tuesday mornings, if everyone else is Tuesday nights. Like I have I've noticed over the last couple of weeks, um, like I said, that that DraftKings typically has the the lines first. But then again, like we've talked about before on the show, um, don't forget about BetMGM if you're going to be placing um, finishing position bets because they pay ties in full. Um, so if you miss that episode, what that basically means is your, your odds don't get chopped if there's ties. So in golf, you can finish tied for 10th place. So if you took someone, you know, plus 100, which is even odds, you bet a hundred bucks to win a hundred bucks. Um, if there's three other guys that finish tied for 10th place, so there's four total, um, you're only getting paid 25 bucks. So, I mean, you get your hundred, you get your, your bet back obviously, but you're only, you're only, you're getting paid back 125 bucks basically, instead of, you know, betting a hundred to be paid back 200, you're getting paid 125. So, um, BetMGM does not do that. So whatever the odds are, regardless of ties, you still get paid that the amount. So again, something to take into account. Um, also give a shout out to BetMGM. Um, they're eventually going to be a sponsor on the show. Um, we're still in the pipeline of the approval process, but we'll be there eventually. So How we'll does Cameron to- Champ play here? Uh, let's find out. Uh, cause also DraftKings has their fives and tens out. Yeah. See, that's what I mean. DraftKings is always, yeah. always has it first, but they're um, not. Yeah. So that's the thing they have it first, but their numbers aren't as good. So that's what you get. If you want to get it early, right. You give up a little bit. Right. Uh, Cameron champ actually plays pretty good. His strokes gained, um, over the court. He's played here 12 rounds. He's been, he's played three times. Uh, he's plus 1.9 strokes gained here. Do you have his finishes? Uh, yep. So the fall of 2020, he was T19. And then the following spring, he was T26. And last year, he was T10. He's 300 to 1. For top 20? Hold on. I said 300 to 1. That's the win. Oh, 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 to win. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> No, so he so his top 10 is 16. Which means his 20 should probably be about eight, maybe yeah. six, maybe six. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his 40, he could be three to one, top 40. Write him uh, down, too. Yeah, I just did. <laughs> <laughs> Way ahead of you. Um, Although this year, so I mean, it, it's worth five. I mean, it's probably worth five, 10 bucks anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I do not think he's been very good this year. Uh, no, I don't think so either, actually. Um, but I don't know if I can find his recent form or not. I can look it up if you have someone else to look at. No, I mean, I'm just kind of like ripping through the odds board. I mean, someone else that's interesting for a place would be Tom Hoagie. I mean, he's number one in approach. Yeah. Um, his outright is a hundred and his top ten is seven is you know seven to one, seven and a half to one. Um 
you could probably sneak your way into getting him almost even money top 40 if DraftKings offers them. The only thing is like obviously the, like this is new to Massachusetts. So I don't know how like some of the top 40s go and some of the top 20s go like um it seems like some of those numbers could almost be too good to be true so I could see them not offering them or they could get like really cut up. Right. And like I said, in an event like this where the field is so limited and, you know, there's 20 guys that aren't winning it. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Just got to see. Yeah. Oh, so DraftKings, has, yeah, you're right, has the top five and top 10. They don't have top 20s yet or 40s. Um. So, yeah, I looked up Cameron Champ. Um, Wolf is putting it nicely. Um. Oh, he's sucked this year. He's played 10 events this year. He's made the cut twice. <laughs> he missed the cut this week at the Ballast oh, Bar. Great. Missed the cut at the Genesis. Missed the cut at the Waste Management. Finished T53 at Tory. Uh, missed the cut at the RSM. And then missed the cut at the Houston Open and the Worldwide Technology. Finished eighth at the Zozo all the way back in October. Uh, and then missed the cut in the Shriners and the Fortinet. Well, if you just run, I would just run off of um, course history. Course history. So that's the other thing, too. Just, just um, let it be. I don't know if you follow the guys at Betsperts, um, Betsperts Golf. I listen to their podcast. Um, they're pretty good. They, they actually have a, a pretty cool website. I'm thinking about maybe, um, buying their, um, they have like a, they, they just developed a system. Yeah. Similar to data golf, but it's a little bit more in depth. Um, do you know them? Like before I talk Not about really. shit that you already know. Um, yeah. So that, I mean, it's, I think it's 20 bucks a month for their thing. But I mean, to have access to all of like different kinds of data and shit might be worth it, especially if you're going to be gambling and winning money from it. So, you know, ideally it pays for itself. Um, but either way, um, they talk about this all the time that Augusta National is the number one course for course history. So they they rank all these courses um, you know, cause some courses course history doesn't mean anything, right? The guy could play there a million times and it has nothing, has no correlation to how well they do. Um, but Augusta national is literally ranked number one in course history importance, meaning that guys that play well here typically tend to always play well here regardless. Um, so like I said, that's, something to keep in mind for camera champ. You know, if you're going to, if you can find a top 40 on him, I would, I might fire it. If what, what would you say it would be like 350? I mean, if I just kind of like divide as I go down, I don't know if it's like that smooth though. Cause he was. Yeah. Uh, With 300, you said three seven to seven to one. Yeah. It was 300 to one. He was seven to one to finish top. 10 
So, so top like, 20 should be like 350, 350. Yeah. So top 40 would be close to two. Yeah. Maybe like 175. Maybe, maybe even money. Yeah. No, yeah, might wait. Be- was that it? Wait, was that him or was that answer? Now I don't remember. No, answer was 160. To one. Yeah, to win. No, I think my number, I think I'm confusing the two guys. Oh, oh. champ, champ's top 10 is 16 to one. That's why. Okay. So I was, I, if, 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 if we just cut this or if we just divide this like kind of normally, um, 16 to one, top 10, four to one, top 22 to one, top 40. So could be worth could be worth something there. Could be. I'm also looking at uh I see for the open championship, Jason Day 80 to 1 and Corey Connors 100 to 1. Oh wow. Those yeah, are oh. on those are offshore though. So I guess I'll I I will also throw it back out there that um I did just take Max Homa also 34 to 1. I thought I had had him, but I have open bets on my bookie for Homa to win um, the U.S. Open. I have for the U.S. Open. At 34 to 1. And the PGA, I have him at 43 to 1. So I took him. Nope, different out. I think I took him in the Open Championship at 33 because he was like 20 everywhere else, but. That might be a losing. Um, that might not be a CLV trophy. I have uh, I have Tyrrell to win the Open. I have him in everything. Yeah. <laughs> I just I I just put I put something on him for every major. Yeah. I mean he's playing pretty well. Yeah, I got him forty to one to win the Open. Yeah, I probably have the same. But what is he? What is Tyrrell Hatton top 10? He's 450 plus 450 to finish top 10 on DraftKings. So I might fire that too. It's not bad. I got to be writing all this stuff down. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm going to fire any 10s. I'll fire some 20s, but yeah. Um, all right. Well, you got anything else? Anything else to go over? You want to wrap things up? Yeah, I don't really have much else for the Masters. I mean, that's who I'm taking. I don't really yeah. have much to talk about. I yeah, mean, it's a big tournament. I mean, as I mean, uh, like if betting wise, it's a big tournament. Obviously, everyone knows it's a it's a big actual tournament in real life. Um, but I mean, like my my liabilities this week are going to be. <laughs> pretty high. I'm going to be wagering a lot of fucking money on the masters. It's again, similar to the super bowl, right? Like if you, if I normally bet, you know, five, 10 bucks on most things, then yeah. And single bets. I mean, and you know, if any given week I might be wagering between like 50 and 75 bucks, uh, this week I might be wagering 150 bucks or something. You know, I'm going to have a lot of bets and have a lot of stuff going on this week. So, um, but it's the masters, right? So I am all, I've also, as I, as I typically do every year. So obviously 
this job that I have now is a little bit more demanding um, than my previous job. So in my previous job, I basically like literally did nothing on, on Masters Thursday and Friday. Um, I was able to finagle uh, myself to work from home both Thursday and Friday this week. Um, as a result, I'm out, like I'm on site Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all day, but who gives a shit? There's no golf on. Um, uh, do they, they televise the par three? Yeah. It's like two hours or something. I don't know. The par three isn't that good. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm going to be at work anyway, but like, I don't, um, I don't care about Jack. I don't care about the kids. I just don't give a shit. Yeah. Don't give a shit about Gary player. Fuck him. He sucks. Yeah. He's a fucking loser. Um, so, so yeah, I, I have to be on site Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but I'm working from home Thursday, Friday, which means I will be watching the masters basically all day, uh, Thursday and Friday, uh, in between my, my, well, I wish I should say it this way. My meetings and work will take place in between my watching the masters, if I can put it that way. Um, so I think in years past, I just took the days off. I think I used to take Friday off. Like I used to, I used to like fuck around for like Thursday or whatever and like try to not work as much as I can at my last job. But uh, I would take the Friday off this year. Obviously, I didn't take either day off, but um, I'll still be watching either way. Like I said, I'll be home both days. So, um, I mean, I know you guys have it on in the gym. Yeah, we'll have it on. I usually have to work. Usually I have to work Thursday. Um, this year I'm not working Friday. Yeah, and I, so the other thing I, I'll throw out there too, and I, I've heard a lot of people talk about this, is how great the experience is for like the app and like the viewing. Um, I've heard like a, a lot of people talk about this on Twitter. They were like, because the so the Masters tournament has its own app, right? To watch broadcasts, like you don't have to go to ESPN Plus or you know CBS Plus or CBS Sports Plus, whatever the fuck it's called, to like stream all this stuff. Um, it's literally you just go to the Masters.com and it's there. You can download the Masters app on your phone, um, and everyone says it's an absolute. I've never downloaded the app. I might do it this year just because I've heard so many people talk about how great it is. Um, but everyone literally goes, they do one event for the entire year and they have the best viewing experience out of like all the PGA events. And you would think like all the money that the PGA has to invest in these things, they would be able to, you know, build something similar or better and they just don't. And because the masters is its own thing, essentially, um, they provide the best viewing experience. So obviously once again, it's a year and neither one of us will be there. <laughs> so, um, sure won't Amy's uncle will be there, which is pretty cool. I think yeah, I've talked about yeah, that only for him. Yeah, I know. Right. It's only cool for him. It's not cool for us. I don't know which day he got, but he did, he did win the lottery last year. So, We'll continue to enter and lose every year for the next million years. Forever. So, yeah, forever. I don't know, truthfully, like, I don't know what I would do if I won. 
I mean, I would go. Well, yeah, no, no, no. Obviously, I would go. But like, if I opened up the email and it said like, "Congratulations, you're going to Augusta," like, I don't know what I like. I don't know what I would do. Like, I think immediately, my, my I would first just... step would probably be look for a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps pay for the tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you like? What are you gonna do? Like, go run around the house screaming? Yeah. No. Exactly. Right. But like, what the f- like. What... What are you gonna get? You're gonna get up and dance like the fucking grandfather and Willy Wonka? <laughs> like, get my shoes. <laughs> yeah, like what? What do you? What do you... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, I would, man, that I would, would probably, so I would probably pay for the tickets first. Yep. Then I would start looking for a hotel. Yep. And then I would probably, fire off a text prob- message to be like, prob- probably get some kind of flight. Who's who's coming? <laughs> I mean, I know you would you would one thousand percent be down. So it would be like, all right, who wants the other two tickets? <laughs> I think you only get four if you get a practice round. I think I think competition rounds is only two. Oh well, all right. But either way, whatever. So it would just be it'd be pretty fucking cool to be able to go. It would be. So it would be. I could think of worse things. Yeah. <laughs> I could think of worse places to have to go. <laughs> uh all right. Well, on that note, uh, you want to wrap things up here? Yeah. Let me pull up. What do I need? Uh yes. So when I was in Charleston, we're sitting at um we're sitting at some like sports bar, something or other. I don't even know what the fuck it was called. Somewhere in Mount Pleasant. Fine. Guy walks in holding a dollar and goes, will anyone sell me a cigarette? <laughs> and one of the guys at the bar is like, hey, man, you can just have one. He goes, oh, really? really? He goes, yeah, dude, I don't want the dollar. Just, just take it. Yeah. Which... In and of itself, is just like a sight to be seen, and like we weren't in like that big of a shithole. Like I thought it was just like a fine place, whatever. <clears throat> and then, so of course, instead of just saying thank you and going outside, he can't help himself but continue to speak. Obviously, and like, oh yeah, well you know, like I really don't, really don't smoke that much. So you just bought a cigarette off someone in a bar for a dollar. If you don't smoke that much. Why wouldn't you just not? Yeah, why wouldn't you just not smoke? Like, outside of, again, overpaying for a cigarette. I don't even know what they cost down there. I don't know what they cost. I think they're like 12 bucks up here now, 12 bucks a pack. Yeah. Maybe more. Probably, Um, depending on the pack, probably more. And then proceeded to then go, oh, yeah, I was going to get a bag of tobacco for myself, though. Like, what? okay, so... Couple things, you just solic- you just solicited a cigarette in a bar. Yep. Clearly, you smoke at some capacity. Yes. You then you then mentioned that you don't smoke that much, but you just solicited a cigarette in a bar. And then your next move was, oh yeah, well, I was going to buy a bag of tobacco. So you're going to roll your own cigarettes. Sir, that does not sound like someone that doesn't smoke very often. Yeah, but yeah, but he doesn't smoke that much. <laughs> that sounds like someone that smokes quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. 
I mean, that's all I got, but I'm just like, that was, I'm like, I, I, I just, just take the cigarette and go outside. Don't yeah. speak. Yeah. Cause now I have to make fun of you. <laughs> yeah, basically. And I understand you want one that badly. Hey, thanks, man. You go outside and move on with your life. Right. Right. Ah, oh, I don't smoke that much. Oh, I was going to go get a bag of tobacco. Yeah. Why okay. the fuck would you get a bag of tobacco? If you don't do it that often, just pay the fucking, I don't know. Again, I don't know what it is in South Carolina money. Eight yeah. bucks a pack, maybe. I don't know. I don't even know what it would be. Yeah, I have, I couldn't even. I also that, wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if um, that area too is like very similar to us. Because even gas prices were no cheaper. Yeah. Um, I don't really know about like tins or anything. I didn't look. I was going to get a tin, but I didn't. Yeah. See, that's usually how that goes. Like, I would oh, I imagine it's probably cheaper, though. It, it, well, it should be. It's where it comes from. It's literally yeah. comes from North and South Carolina. Yeah, it should be fine. But... And like, whatever, Kentucky, wherever the fuck they grow it. South. Yeah, the South. All right. Um, Oh, sorry. I didn't want to. No, I was just going to say that. So, 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 so that was, uh, that was the moment that it was the only moment down there of like, uh, yes, the degenerate has found me somehow. <laughs> yep. There it is. <laughs> um, all right. So my final thought, um, is I, I'm actually stealing it from, I think it's for play pod again. Um, the barstool guys. Uh, because it's the master's episode, I'm sticking with the master's theme of how many holes do you think you could, I guess there's two ways to phrase this, but I'll, I'll say it this way. How many holes do you think you could play at Augusta with one ball? Or I guess another way to phrase that is how long does it take you to lose, lose a ball? (laughs) Um, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, so one is like the par four that goes a little bit up the hill. There's well, there's no there's no water until the, yeah there's 11. no yeah right right. So there's no water until eleven, and but I think there is some OB. Well, I mean, Roars found the OB on 10. But the thing with 10 is you just got to get the ball on the ground and let it ride. Wait, right. what tees what tees am I playing? Am I playing championship tees or am I te- playing appropriate tees? Um no, you're playing appropriate tees. Like if you if if let's like if you have the opportunity to play at Augusta National, you're going to play from appropriate tees. Like you're not going to go to Augusta and play at fucking 7600 yards. Like that would just be fucking retarded. I think I get to hole 12. Right. Here, are my, here, are my, here are my thoughts on it. So water doesn't show up until 11. Right. So all I'm really dealing with at that point is trees. But this is a, this is a spectating golf course. Right. So, I mean, yeah, there's off the property, but like off the property is away from like in play. Because again, most of the time we are like 
people. Like there's galleries everywhere. Right. So there's a lot. So there's going to be a lot of space at this place. And I, I mean, yeah, I can't hit one off the planet, but like, I'm probably going to be able to find it yeah. at Augusta because again, because the place is so manicured and so like fabricated and everything is for the masters tournament. I, I imagine I'll be able to find most balls. And I'm thinking my only real issue is at 12 or 13 before things get gross. Because even 11, um, if I hit a good ball off the tee, then I know I can be short right and just let it feed. And if I hit a bad ball, then I have to bail out right anyway. Right, right. So I just don't see the water really coming into play for me on 11. Yeah. And again, yeah. from, from, from appropriate tees, the course is hard. So I'm not saying I'll par all of these holes, but I don't see myself losing a golf ball. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, cause I'm, I'm just looking at it now. I mean, one has OB to the right, but like you got to hit it way right to go OB. Um, two. There's trees, but like you said, like see above, right? To your point about the trees. Um, but two, two is another hole where I know it's way a couple, downhill. You just put it a, out there and just there's let a couple, it ride there. Yeah, and there's a couple bunkers out there, but now this is the only thing without knowing the actual course. <clears throat> I might be able to I might be able to fly those bunkers. I don't know. Like I have no clue. Yeah, right, right. Because again, those bunkers are set for tournament tees and tournament players. Right. Um I'm sure they're in play for me, but either way, a bunker is not a lost ball. Yes, three, I might, I might make a, I might make a big number out of them, but three, three short. There's no OB. It, that's the one that's way uphill. Three, that, three might be four iron wedge for me. Yeah, yeah. Three is short. Four is the par three. Five's um, a long. Five's a bitch, but there's no water. There's trees. You got the bunkers to deal with, but five again, there's OB right. But again, you have to go pretty far right through. That's far. You have to go through the trees to go OB. So you're probably fine on five. Six is the Six next is par, par three. three. Um seven's a shoot, but yeah. But again, there's no OB. Yeah, that ball, you're gonna find that ball. Eight to par five. Yep. Where again, the land does a lot of the work for you. Yeah. Nine, Nine. you hit out. Yep. There's no OB. Nine's also kind of in like the middle of the property too. Yeah. Ten slings left. So as long as, so 10. 10, there's OB left. Yes. 10. Well, actually, I don't know if it's OB because Roars hit that ball onto that fucking cabin. And he was able to play it. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's issues left on 10. Yep. There's issues left on 11, but that's so wide. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you're onto something. So originally, right, when I heard them kind of talk about it, they were like, oh, yeah, no, like three holes, whatever. But I, it was just me listening to them because they posted it on Instagram as like a quick video. Um, 
but actually stopping and breaking it down, like, especially what you said, playing from appropriate tees. I am pretty confident that I could at least get through the front nine. So I guess he, so without let, losing a ball, I'll, I'll also, so if I think about this from an average, so if, if the average handicap is 15, yep. And the, so if I take the average handicap player, average handicap for a right-handed golfer that hit that there misses a slice. Cause that's, that is like as general as it gets. Right. Right. Average golfer. If you can get out of one, if you can, if you can make it off the tee at one without going OB, you theoretically, theoretically you shouldn't lose the ball on the front nine. Right? Well, like, I think, I think if, if you are a righty that hits a slice and let's say a massive one shows up, yeah, you could lose a ball on one, two, three, one, two, three, and five. Even seven, but I don't. I don't think you're gonna lose it though. That's the thing. Is like that's the thing. They, you're not gonna like. Lose there's it. there's a lot of trees, but they don't lead. The place doesn't look like shit. Right, right. Like it's very well manicured. Like it's yeah, literally it's like, like they tree, clean the place up. Tree pine straw. Like there's yeah, like no like I, tree and leaves and fucking. Yeah, it's not Norton Country like, Club where you have rambles to through a growing. Shoot, and if you yeah. fucking buried into the trees, you're never finding it. Right, right. It's not right. like that. Right. There's not like little random bushes everywhere, like thorns you got to climb through. Like it's very well manicured. Yeah. So I mean, a massive slice. Yeah. One, two, three, five. Nine's in the middle of the property. I think you're okay. 10 just knocks it back towards a 18. Like you're probably finding the ball. Yeah. So I mean, one, two, three, five are problematic. Depending on how shitty you hit it on four or six. But yeah, I mean, you're not going to lose a ton of balls there. Now you might shoot a million, but. Well, that's the other part of it too. Again, I'm not saying that I would play the course well. Like I might shoot a 60 on the front, but I'm pretty confident that I could get through the front without losing a ball. Now the back is a totally different story, right? Because yeah, you, know, you could lose a ball on 11, 12, 13, 13. <laughs> 14's hard, 15, 15. 16. I, as a matter of fact, I can guarantee you I'm gonna lose a ball on 15. <laughs> because I'm 16. either gonna I'm either gonna hit it short and hit the water in the front of my approach, or I'm gonna hit it thin and it's gonna scoot over the back and go into the water over by the 16th uh 16. <laughs> Yeah. And I would find it hard to lose a ball on 17 or 18. It's possible on 18. Yeah. Well, 17 and 18 is quite literally in the middle of the property. Yeah. There are trees right of 18. So a right handed slice. Yeah. Brings those into play. So. Actually, you know what? I'm a lefty. I'd probably break par there. <laughs> lefties always play good right yeah yeah that's what they say so yeah that again i think i i think i would be okay in the front i don't think i would lose a ball on the front um because the other thing too i'm also going to be like a little bit in my head right like if i step up to the first tee i'm not going to try and smash the ball right i'm just going to be like all right Take a nice easy swing and just get something in the fairway and get going, right? Like it's you, you if you're 
if I was playing at Augusta when I was done shitting myself and then I changed my pants and my underwear and then brought my second pants out and then was ready to play um, after I puked everywhere too, then I'd be like, okay, just take a nice easy swing, put it somewhere out there and then we'll, we'll, then we'll actually start playing, right? Like I'm not going to walk up to the first tee box and be like, oh, grip it and rip it. And then hit a massive slice OB of right, <laughs> you know, like that's, that would be so fucking demoralizing. Um, so yeah, like I said, I, I would agree with you. I think once you get to 11, things can get squirrely. Um, Cause that's when the water comes into play. Yep. So water, wind. It's hard. I, I could also see again playing from appropriate tees. Not saying I would play well, but I if I had the opportunity to play, I could see myself playing like for me, quote unquote, well, right? If that means shooting a sixty or a fifty six, right? Like whatever it is, like well on the front, and then like not losing a ball, and then losing like six balls on the back, <laughs> and just getting fucking crushed. So. Yeah, that that would be an interesting uh interesting thought process. So I'd love to test it out. So Augusta, if you're listening, I would love to <laughs> yeah. I would love I would love for you to show me that I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, please. Please let me uh let me play in the course. See what happens. <laughs> All right. Well, uh that's gonna do it for us. Uh for our master's preview episode uh hopefully you enjoyed it um if you didn't oh well whatever we'll be back to the normal shit on uh the next episode um so you can get well before you can get us we're all these other places first thing you're going to want to do is uh subscribe on youtube and click the thumbs up uh like and rate us if you're an audio only guy um, you can leave us a review on Apple and Spotify. So go do that. Por favor. Uh, mis amigos. Um, tell everybody you know about the show. Now you can get us on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod. Twitter is sarcasm underscore speaks. Facebook is sarcasm speaks. The website is sarcasmspeaks.com. You can go to our merch store, buy some merch. Uh, while you're in the purchasing mood, you can go to grillyourassoff.com. Use the promo code SarcasmPod to save 15% off your entire order. Uh, it's a multi-use coupon, so you can use it every single time you check out. Um, actually, it's back to 10% because um, I just bought stuff um, the other day. I just bought more seasonings from Grill Your Ass Off, and I bought the Sailor Jerry barbecue sauce, um, and I got 10% off the order. So they oscillate back and forth between 10 and 15, and I never know when they change it. Um, but you get 10% off your order. Uh, you can also still go to mybookie.com if you're interested in signing up over there. Uh, and you can double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. So that is going to do it for us. Uh, until next time, good night, everybody. Good night.